This is a Rooster Teeth production. Whew, that was one heck of an ending. Uh, we've got a lot to discuss on today's episode of Unlocked. Welcome back to Unlocked. Today we are going to be talking episode five. I am Blaine Gibson, one of the hosts and the voice of Sinclair in Unlocked season two. And I have some close friends with me today. Hello, guys. I'm, I'm Denise Rodriguez, also known as Cypher Den. We also have uh, Curtis Richardson, uh, a.k.a. Kurt Ritchie. And yes, welcome to Unlocked, the Genlock Companion podcast. And once again, if you're if you're missing out, if you, this is your first time joining us, thanks for popping by. You can refer to me and Kurt collectively as Blurt. Yes, uh, I'm just now, dead. Every episode, we have to do that update. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, they need to know. The people need to know. Um, well, now that we have all that you know out of the way, uh, today we're going to be talking about what went down in episode five. We're going to have an interview later on. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun. And then we're going to be talking about like what our thoughts are for the future of the show, because mm -hmm. a lot of crazy stuff goes down on this episode. Uh, guys, are you ready to talk gin No. Let's go. <laughs> no. That's how, that's how I feel on the inside. That's how I feel on the inside. Oh, my. Uh, <laughs> this yeah. episode ended with like a, like a, oh, oh yeah. my emotions. Yeah. I need a yeah. big giant bunny to hug right I now. Like, yeah, yeah, I needed, I, I needed that break. After <laughs> <laughs> like, I need yeah. to go outside. After this one. <laughs> just yeah. kind of walked around, stared at the sunset, just like, yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. All right. They're they're touching Pain. on a lot of nerves, on a lot of emotional nerves, and uh it's yeah. it's really beautiful poetic stuff and it is heartbreaking and yeah. anyways, uh all right, so this episode actually starts out on on a sad note. Last we saw Cammy, she was leaving the battlefield because Kazu had died mm -hmm. and she sent off a message uh we can assume to her team. Um and then yeah, now the polity's got the anvil back. Uh yeah. They seem to be taking background very fast with those Holons. They but really at just. What cost? Yeah, <laughs> dude. Seriously. Uh, yeah. At what cost, though? Uh, everyone. My heart. Exposed. The cost of my heart, Kurt. <laughs> yeah, and it only gets worse, Den. <laughs> it's back to back heart pains. Yeah. I can't. So yeah, it, it it starts out getting worse because as we saw in the previous epi episode, uh, Brother Tate uh, left a little present. Uh, for our our good old general, um, the ring. I don't like uh, this Christmas present. It's not yeah, good. yeah. <laughs> a lot of people like receiving rings. Uh, this one I don't think, uh, she was quite a fan of. Uh, it was it finally revealed to her the truth about uh the the polity's plan for the moon, uh, which that there There's wasn't Mars, really, yeah. or part yeah Mars part yeah that there wasn't really any trip. Uh, to Mars is really just something to sell to everyone. I, to I feel like Maureen is at the point where like she's goofed up so much that she's just kind of like invested in it. Yeah, and yeah. she she has nowhere else to go. It's like, like I, I've killed this many deep. people. No back. Like, oh yeah, literally yeah. too deep. I was actually yeah. surprised that Marin wasn't in on the Mars thing already because like she's doing some dark stuff. Yeah, and, I was, like I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if she knew. But I yeah, I was like at that point I was fairly convinced she probably knew but no not at all and that makes it worse uh way worse than i would have thought it would have been uh, yeah i mean because again what are you fighting for but like den said we're already in waist deep in bodies yeah. mm -hmm. uh, no what are a few back. more yeah what are a few uh, it's fine yeah. uh, like literally a few more some of the bodies are five people in one 
What are yeah. uh, what are <laughs> the blobs? They look so cute though. No, they don't. Uh, they, no, they, they do look not. so cute though. I'm gonna disagree with you on this one. Do um, not. <laughs> Come on, guys. Uh, I need some sort of happiness in my life here. That is not it. <laughs> I'm grasping anywhere now. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah, but it seems like Marina is having a hard time. Like it is. I feel like we're kind of chipping away, and she is seeing the air in her ways, which hopefully will mean some sort of redemption for that character because she nasty um yeah we we're at kazu's funeral just to kind of extend the the sadness um yeah and uh you know she's saying a lot of kind words i didn't buy any of them yo me neither uh i mean you're the person putting like eight different kazus and a bunch of different piloting mechs like come on man like how yeah. how true yeah. can i take it and chase feels that obviously you're oh yeah hard. well it's like his his the glitchy part of him is like it's revealing what he's actually thinking and he's just like mm -hmm. kind of sitting there chase is having a meltdown so he had a solid moment and then bullshit yeah <laughs> yeah i mean if there was a time to call out uh randomly into the air the funeral probably not the best time but mm. he's not lying like, yeah come on you know well, there was a quote that she said where she was like, ah, it feels like losing a child. And I was like, ah, you got, you haven't been treating the team very good. If it was like losing a child, then I don't think you would have put his, like a fraction of his soul into a robot yeah. that was going to self-destruct. It's like, like more like a child's toy, like a, like a Power Ranger. Guys, it hurts me. I can't. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, yeah, the whole funeral really did a number on me. Uh, well, it, it also revealed a lot about what Maureen's thinking is because, you know, she's mm. Chase calls her out and uh, and she's like, what are you? You're not a superhero. There is no black and white. This is war, which mm. very realistic viewpoint. But also like mm. she's basically saying, yeah, we're committing atrocities because this is war. We got to, yeah. you know, it was like she was like, there's no black and right. I'm white. And I'm like, yeah, you're, you're right there. <laughs> but I don't think you're really grasping at what you're doing here. Like, yeah, like there is morally gray, and then there's like, yo, this she, is like, this is really a deep gray. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's basically black, dog. Come on. Uh, she was know. uh pretty much from the beginning the union. She was kind of like telling everyone, oh, the union is so messed up for doing this, for doing that, and they're doing the same exact thing. Nothing's now, different. And now yeah. she just has a higher rank. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's even harder now. Uh. But I do like that. This the, the moment the Jinlock team like speaks up and they're just like, "Hey, this is mm -hmm. we're not for this." And she's like, "Arrest them!" And then yeah. like immediately they're all getting taken out. And then Chase yeah. is just like, Bye. "They were prepped for it though. No, they so were prepped for it." <laughs> Honestly, that was dope. As solid as everything was, that was a really like badass moment. When he's like, "Good luck with that," and then fades out. Like just. just <laughs> It phases out why everyone else uh, deals with it. Like I don't know. That was kind of that was kind of hot. That was it's the hot. meme with the guy going like this, <laughs> and then like every frame yeah, after, yeah. he slowly dissolves in mm. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, no. <laughs> cuts out. No, that that was dope. That was cool. So, but uh, now it seems like the actual the Jinlock team is like officially on the run from the polity. You know, they're yeah. Mm -hmm. And all it uh, took was one of their comrades dying. Uh, yeah that was see yeah. they're taking a note from cammy she, she ran away they're running away yeah 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 everyone everyone definitely needed to dip uh that yeah. was 
not the best work environment. Maybe just a little. <laughs> bro, they really need an they need HR to call in the HR. military. Yo. This is. <laughs> what, yeah, what's the HR uh, limitations on cloning bodies and putting them in uh, giant mech suits? Mm, we'll get back uh, to you on that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I if I didn't want to like... do my work. <laughs> um, I don't yeah, I do like that when the Jinlock team splits, or what's left of them, because you know Kazu's dead and the Kami's mm. split. Uh, yeah. The AI, you know, Marin's like assistant, uh, it just like appears in the in the the cockpit. Yeah. And he's, he's like, like yeah. oh, oh. whoops. Uh, well, and then he, see ya. So all right. And then it, yeah, and then he had the two. Yeah. Bro, they just looked at him. It was just like. Okay. What are you doing here? <laughs> Did I imagine that? <laughs> yeah, that was that was wild. <laughs> Like I'll, it was one of the one times where it was we were it was a very serious moment and that I left out a little chuckle. I was like, like the, with a little bit of the air comes out of your nose because if I was, I'm like, y'all see that guy <laughs> just chilling. Kurt, you're seeing things. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of oh. fun hologram play. Like they, they really went to town with the, all the fun hologram stuff. Yeah, that was yeah, that was that was. Um, but uh, back in the union, though, Brother Tate is uh, yeah. giving a promotion to Dr. Ja, who seems to be, like, all in on this whole flow thing. She's really yeah. into the ascension. Yeah, and, she's uh, a, really turned a, a new leaf uh, on this whole thing. A eucalyptus so. leaf. She gave it to, uh, yes. to the little the evil <laughs> koala. His name is Mr. <laughs> Cook. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he he look a little cooked, man. He, he that koala oh, look like he's been through no. it. I'm sorry, he, he koala look like he's been through it. I'm sorry, he does. Look no, like he's been through it. That koala sees some things. The, the koala looks like don't ruin my, this for my me, Kurt. He's just eating eucalyptus. After watching the show, yo, I I'm sorry. I had so I had to say it. Yo. I'm gonna come out of this all scarred. I I do hope that the koala does have like he is ultimately the big bad of the show, you know, because uh, like he's constantly being like traded around and being held by everyone, and it seems like yeah. each time he's being held by someone that per there's creepy music and the more evil things happen. <laughs> he just have a he has a chair that just turns around. The final episode, he's like, it was me all along. What a, yeah, what a twist. <laughs> Uh, that'd be a lot cooler of a direction, or I guess happier of a direction than than what we're going now. Yeah, because uh, it only gets worse. Um, yeah, keeps yeah. getting worse. Yeah, back um, at the polity though, uh, Miranda and uh, General Marine are talking about you know what what's kind of going on. I feel like Miranda is a little torn up about having to chase after Chase. Mm. Yeah, um, nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did, what did you guys think of uh, Marin's whole thing about like her talking about her abuela and all the mm. stuff in Puerto Rico happening? I knew something was going to come to make me be like, ah, oh, of course she has a reason. Like, I mean, but that's how you develop a good character is that, I mean, she's not doing this out of nowhere. She pulled the abuela card, man. Yeah. yeah. She's, not, she's not doing this out of nowhere. And it, it sounds wild. I get it. I wouldn't do it, but I get I get it. I still don't mess with you. You wilding out, but yeah, I, I get it. You know, but in a way, everyone just thinks that they're doing what's best for their people. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah that, I mean, well, that's what she thinks. You know, yeah, that's what you have to do. I, I guess she. This is she why has, I prefer running away. 
No problems. Just mm. you just got a like a hologram. Peace you just out. See ya. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Marine def definitely <laughs> you you are starting to understand this tough love perspective that she has though because you know her mm. her grandmother was uh, a governor in Puerto Rico when they were going mm. through like a, a crisis and stuff and yeah. it sounded like she was like implementing some serious martial law and was like kind of overreaching yeah. but in Marine's mind, it was warranted because they yeah, were in such a crazy. It's what you, know, you had crisis. to do, and that's why yeah. she's doing what she did. Although, I mean, if you if you look at the situation, she's literally going against all the values that made them fight against the union in the first yeah. place. Yeah, but I mean, again, yeah. you're too deep. She's too deep in to see that anymore like yeah it's, at this point it's like yo we just gotta and i've done too much bad stuff for us not to pull out the dub right now i feel like so. miranda's the one that's that's trying to give her like a little bit of a conscience right now so i'm kind of pushing for miranda to i mean but i mean how a little I mean, bit could have could have been like <laughs> yo you were completely wrong from the gig i mean this mm -hmm. episode i could tell there's a little bit of hope for her yeah. but mm -hmm. but i was like but you totally are still hunting the genlock team so maybe yeah. you should back i feel out. like if there's anyone to convince her it would be miranda though because mm. she marina's kind of like the the person that if you tell her no she'll just argue harder with you versus yeah. if you're kind of like with her maybe you could sway her a little bit yeah i i'm still mad but <laughs> I don't disagree. I don't disagree at all. <laughs> yeah. I'm upset too. We didn't mention though that uh, Marin does show Miranda. They're having this moment about like, ah, these are my motives. This is why I am the way that I am. And then she shows her the big glob monster that did yeah. for some reason thinks is real cute. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, if I was Miranda, I'd be like, ah, get <laughs> I'd be like, oh, um, I, I'm not, I don't think it's that cute. I think I'm really, again, that's part of the reason why I'm like, yo, maybe dip. Maybe, yeah you know i i don't know that who would want to work for someone who made that you know and like yeah. I, I felt like that was a big moment to like kind of turn it around but not she accepted her offer but i mean there's still i feel like they're still good in her so yeah. uh, hopefully she'll help uh the general turn everything around hopefully yeah. it's, but. it's more like do you trust the evil you know or the evil you don't know yeah you know? uh neither uh deuces and then i fade out mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah just like sinclair especially if you see that that glob monster like that thing is awful. yeah i'm not a yeah i'm not a fan of any glob especially when there's cute? five faces wedged screaming in contorted i mean sinclair could have been a part time. of that i think blaine's just upset that he's not a part of the blob monster i don't listen no. I, sinclair was Jinlock compatible he should be in the glob monster right <laughs> No, I, Sinclair I got away just fine. Well, as fine as you can be uh, helping people in no man's land. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, speaking of, uh, we mm -hmm. catch up with him. He's hijacking airplanes and doing all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, pretty rad. He yeah. was my glimpse of happiness. Like, there's hope with Sinclair, and I'm so with it. Yeah, he seemed he seemed like he had purpose. Like, he was, he was helping people. He had a whole... Uh, boyfriend during this whole thing uh, I was like yo how do you find the time for love during this complete mess that we're in <laughs> like Sinclair's a superhero he's he's, he's a he's a fighter he's a lover you know yeah 
He's all over the place. <laughs> yeah, fighter He's analog. working after hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he really is, yo. But um, but he, he, I don't know. He feels like the one person that is you could trust. Really knows what he wants, and yeah, and you can trust. At this that being point. said, he did stab a dude through the face with a spear. You gotta do what you gotta do. He just went full <laughs> on like ah, just like, <laughs> right blood. Yo, I don't, I don't see the issue. <laughs> I don't see the issue at all, bro. You gotta do it. It's is his face or mine. It's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I, I like those little glimpses. I mean, I have my reasons for why I like seeing them, but I, I do like mm. seeing what's going on with Sinclair's party because he is the true neutral that I feel like everybody wants to live in. Yeah, so, mm. you know, like we we don't like extreme polity. We don't like extreme union. We kind of want to live in this little middle area. Neutral yeah. bubble. It's. I'm glad he has. He felt that purpose within him to do yeah. that. Like that was. I don't know that. That's what I needed as the viewer to know that there was someone. Standing at that the you point could, you where could we lean on, kind of. Yeah, and yeah. that could hopefully be like a point that the Genlock team will eventually get to. You know what I mean? Hopefully, and also mm. looks like a great kisser. I mean, let's be yes, honest. yeah, yeah. That was that was bro. There, <laughs> the there's there's nothing more. There's nothing more cool than saving a bunch of refugees and then and then making out with someone right on the spot. So I gotta give ten out of ten. Hell yeah, <laughs> Sinclair, best boy. Um. Mm. So we, we actually, we finally get to see what Cammy's video message is. Uh, she sends it to the team and she's talking about, you know, her yeah. past family. We get a lot of Cammy's family in this episode. Mm -hmm. uh, and, mm -hmm. you know, not just her Genlock family, but her actual relatives and their tragic mm -hmm. story. And it's, uh, it's a bummer. She's laying it all, all out yeah. for them. It's like, listen, like yeah. my first family fell apart. That really sucked. You guys were my f secondary family. And then you guys fell apart. And it's like, I got nobody to turn to. Yeah. She That's is, why uh, she was manifesting so much bunnies, trying to <laughs> fill in the void with yeah, key maybe stuff. Yeah, maybe for a family. That was that was like I feel like a big part of her character is that, as we said, like in the earlier episode, mm -hmm. she was the heart of mm -hmm. the team. But like you know, the heart needs things to pump the blood to. It, she was being rejected by yeah. everyone, and her all she ever wanted from from her stories and just from her character over the past few episodes is to be a part of like a whole. And she got rejected, yeah. like I said, by her family, and now the Genlock team. Yeah. Well, then she ends up in Babylon, so that's where she is uh, mm -hmm. after that message is tra uh, transmitted. And yeah. she meets a very lovely family and a child with the biggest head I've ever seen in my life. He looks like yeah. Cal Baby. Yeah. <laughs> big old honking head. Yeah. Like, he cute had little a kid. He had a dome on him. I was. <laughs> yeah. He had a dome on him. The, the bigger the head, the cuter the thing. You know. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. It's. Oh, I mean, it's why does that not rules. go with a blob monster? Fine. Not, the not the same. Not the same. <laughs> not the same. Yeah. Uh, we we go back to the Genlock team and Chase shows everyone you know what he saw with yeah you know, copies uh, and all that. What's crazy is that they were willing to rebel before seeing that. So imagine how they yeah. felt afterward. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, yeah. we going back to Val and, you know, they're, they're talking to Yaz. They brought up Provo Shogun, which I'm surprised he's still relevant beyond Kazu's death. But mm. there was this whole yeah. scene where uh, the Robo Shogun helped a, an old man pass away so i guess they yeah. think they're doing a mercy killing so like now the jinlock mm -hmm. team's new mission is to mercy kill these Holon which soul I, yeah. I get it because uh they clearly uh from the screaming are not too cheery about existing yeah I mean, they, they are they are they do continue to do suicide bombings uh in 
obviously probably because of their state of being. They don't like being like that. So <clears throat> it makes sense. And they're basically them. They're copies of them. You'd want yeah. you'd want to put those souls to rest, I feel like. Yeah. You know? Uh, oh, we see Weller again. We saw we see uh, Calla Baby. Yeah. Yes, for like yeah, uh, and for a little bit. Yeah, he's like he really comes in there to be like, yeah, you're definitely going nuts, my guy. <laughs> and yep. then Chase is like, thanks. <laughs> and dips. <laughs> and then yeah, and then he's just like. I don't know what to tell you, dude. <laughs> well, there's a moment. It was another like perfectly timed comedic <laughs> moment of a hologram. Uh, it, Weller's like, yeah, you got a 96% chance of going crazy. And then Chase is just sitting there. And he just goes. <laughs> He's just like <laughs> straight face. He glitches yeah. out. What else yeah. can you say? Like, yeah, no, I'm not going crazy when there's like a literal demon standing behind you at all times. Yeah. yeah. I, thought, I thought he was going to glitch and then he'd bump it up 1%. Actually, uh, 97%. You know. We're we're hopping all over the place in this episode because then we go back, we see Cammy is back in Babylon. She's totally mm -hmm. buying into this flow thing. She wants to ascend. Mm -hmm. She even talks to the, the mm -hmm. priestess and like, hey, I'm in. And then the priestess yeah. is like, nah, you're not ready. You're not ready mm -hmm. yet. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, which I didn't know. I didn't well, I guess they alluded to that there were certain uh qualifications you had to have before going into the flow. I have a theory. Uh I think what is what is your theory, Blaine? Well, blurred. Uh, I think that I think that they want to indoctrinate people that are going to be going into the flow, because I guess maybe like a rogue spirit in the flow might change things from within or something. Because that's what I thought too. But then, like, where do the soldiers go that they the flow yeah. like, pulls in? You know, like yeah, you're right. Uh, I think so. Hmm. Yeah, I still think there are some certain qualifications maybe it has to do with the different types of mists maybe maybe but but because my my thought process is always if flow is paradise mm -hmm. why not everyone go now right mm -hmm. like yeah. why not send everyone now what, what what is the point of these qualifications you know what i mean so yeah. i think there is something up with that I think that is possibly what they're alluding to. I'm not sure, but I, I, we're right on the same page. I, I I feel that. Yeah, we have our final scene. It was a very heavy scene, and I think a bit of a trigger warning. Uh, it, it addresses yeah. some stuff, a lot of mental health related things, and there is a mm -hmm. there is a message at the end for people who, you know, it might mm -hmm. uh, be applicable yeah. to. But uh, yeah, Cami mm -hmm. Cami goes to the other side. Uh, you know, it's a it's a really tragic, sad scene. The robot bunny. Broke my heart. Um, yeah, I uh, that really hurt me. Um, <laughs> I like to see like the the you know the spark of light um, go uh, into the flow. I don't know. I, it, that one really hit me. Like my jaw was on the floor. Yeah. Uh, when that happened, you know. Yeah. When that happened, I was more so. I I don't know if I was in denial where I'm like, N yeah, no way, no way. Well, yeah. I mean. Part of it is like we don't we again we don't really know what the flow is, mm -hmm. uh, uh, like because mm -hmm. to Cami it might mean something different, uh, but obviously us as viewers, um, it it more aligns along with uh, taking your own life. Mm. Uh, yeah. But the fact that there's so many questions kind of leaves it fairly ambiguous, so we aren't mm. too terribly sure. But yeah, regardless, it is it was a bit of a, a yo, <laughs> where do we go from here? So yeah, yeah, that was that was ridiculously tough.
to me it seemed like a big question mark at the end too because like you mentioned kurt uh mm. the flow is like something that we don't quite understand mm. brother tate came back from it um mm. you know i don't know if cammy knew about that it's just like seemed like cammy wanted to belong to something again and it seemed yeah. like the flow was sold to her as like yeah. at reuniting you're going to be with you, you, people that you love and stuff like that so yeah, you can be a part of a greater whole like that that is yeah. what it was pitched and again that was what cammy's character desired was to be a part of something bigger right and, mm. and then genlock uh, obviously didn't work out as we hoped uh so this is what she felt was what she needed after feeling so alone yeah uh, which is unfortunate but again we don't know how it works yet so yeah. i'm very curious to see um if something happens uh but yeah. yo my heart I, I hate that I had a theory. I believe it, like, when Yaz and Cammy were, they were talking in Vegas, I believe. And then I literally went, yeah, but who else better to go to the flow than Cammy? Because she, she appreciates the, the technology. Tiny robots, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, you oh, that's not wish. what I meant. That's not what I yeah, meant at like, all. Not, not real. Not, not like, like this. this. Not the, like this. That yeah. robot like curling up in her clothes after she kind of like poofed. Oh, that cool. was me. Yeah. I was the robot. Dude. I just mm. wanted to curl into a ball. Yeah, really tragic ending is mm. is really sad. But uh, you know, we'll see what happens with Cam. We'll see what happens to the rest of the show because yeah. twists and turns. Yeah, quite quite a lot. A, a lot empty. of left turns. I hope we wouldn't make. But yo, it's been a ride so far. I cannot yeah. wait to see where we end up. So let's talk about a couple of specific points from the episode. Uh, mm. One of the ones that stuck out to me was uh, Yaz basically told Val that like they were they were like you know mind sharing whenever uh, Kazu yeah. died, which yeah. is like awful because then you know Val Oof. or sorry Yaz is experiencing that death and was like replaying it. Yeah, it's mm. rough because like. Like if you've experienced loss in in your life, it it's something that's just stuck on you. It's not something you just forget. Like when people say time heals all wounds, all that it doesn't really happen when it comes to death. So mm. I like the fact that in at least in Genlock, our characters are grieving about it because mm. I feel like a lot of TV shows it the way they process death is. Oh, that sad stuff happened last episode. So the fact that we see our our characters going through like, oh, I've lost a lot. You know, you know I I feel that I uh I have a, I have a lot of complaints with a lot of uh uh shows and some games I played where where characters might die, and mm -hmm. a little bit later it hits them, and then we act like everything is normal. But we gotta bear in mind one: these people have deep connections with these other mm -hmm. characters, like literally on the mental level, they've shared memories bruh yeah. yeah you know like this is this is a lot deeper than that and so and then you add on the normal trauma you'd face by losing someone like you would never see them again they are no longer yeah. just playing like it it should hit like honestly yeah. how chase looks completely justified yeah like mm -hmm. mental breakdown honestly par for the course like i get it yo yeah and the and the show shows that well uh, we uh. also hear mention of Dr. Jaw talking about the uh, Twilight Initiative, and that's another mm -hmm. mention, and it's something that we don't quite know what it is, but we know that it's like on a coding level. Mm -hmm. 
I'm curious to see what happens with that. That sounds like you you don't say something like Twilight Initiative and it's like yeah. a bonus pay raise for everyone. It's like it's, a, it's some sort of doomsday weapon of some sort. So Yeah, nothing with Twilight in it like is, or initiative. Yeah, you know? or initiative. I have a hard time. Or, or maybe oh. like separately, each word separately, we could like like Twilight Maybe Forest, something. Yeah, Twilight like, Princess, yeah. you know. I'll yeah, Twilight that. Princess. I've just and been thinking like, of vampires every time you guys mention like, Twilight. Yeah, but, but when you put Twilight <laughs> and Initiative together, oh my god. Yeah, vampire I don't think uh, we're in for a good time. Yeah, the Vampire Initiative. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, that's gonna. I'm interested to see what happens with that. Uh, yeah. And finally, what happened with Dream Sinclair? Where are they going? Yo, uh, I. If oh, I were to guess, nowhere uh, good. Yeah, nowhere yeah. good. <laughs> nowhere good. Yeah, uh, Sinclair. I don't think he's in for a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, anytime Holocroft yeah. shows up and he's like, Robert Sinclair, welcome. Ah, it's like I don't trust this. Don't <laughs> yeah, like you're this. a little too happy about me being here. This yeah. can't be good. Yeah. Um. On the upside, the only person that I've I've seen that's completely bad is just Holcroft. Just completely, no reason whatsoever. He's the one bad guy that I've seen. I, I, I'm with you on that one, Dan. I think Holcroft is like the one true evil, aside from the yeah. koala, Mr. Cook. I think uh, Holcroft yeah. is the yeah. other he's, true evil. He's yeah. pure. What do you? No, mean? just wait. Yeah. Cook is gonna come out. I remember I was in the recording book, and they were like, Sinclair punches Cook. Cook toast Sinclair. I, I'm just kidding. I remember those are. I'll make fan art of uh, Sinclair punching a koala. <laughs> no, please don't. No. Yo, yeah, let's not do that. One. The koala fights back. He has enough, he has enough back. scars, though. He has enough scars. Please. He's like, where'd you think I got the scars? Where you? Uh, you want to know where I got these scars? Sinclair. <laughs> That's why he got kidnapped, huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, another big question mark, in my opinion, is like, where are we going to see Cammy again? Like, that didn't feel the same as, like, Kazu's death, but it also did feel like the loss of a character and the rabbit being all sad was, like, a yeah. a, a thing. So, yeah. I don't know. What do you guys I, think of that? It could... Genuinely, I, I... There's my logical brain who's like, it could be done, but there's another part of me who... I feel like, narrative-wise, <clears throat> they wouldn't talk about her not being ready and then her going without anyone knowing without that leading to something mm. like yeah. i feel like it should lead to something i'm not sure what or how but yeah. that's true like it i don't know it it gave me a weird like feeling i don't know if it's just hope i don't know that <laughs> if that weird that weird feeling in my chest is hope uh, or, I, or I feel, acid reflux i, I feel it's like something i feel like i feel the same cuz I, I watch a lot of TV shows, and this doesn't feel like how you send off a character, especially mm. a, a beloved character, at mm, least for all me. Those flashbacks. Yeah. yeah. I no, mean, that's, why, that's what's got me 50 50. Yeah. There was an awful lot of flashbacks. Yo. Was an I, awful feel like, lot I feel like they would have done something different other than just a simple flashback for Cam. Well, there was though. eight. Oh, he man. was counting like okay one. Yeah, yeah, I was like no cuz he said no. you see it. I don't know. It's a it's a it's a rule in anime where mm -hmm. if you start hearing the character's backstory yeah. they're going to die. <laughs> and I'm like I'm like stop. Stop telling me about yeah. yourself. Stop it. But but again, Opening there was up, that narrative. What is thread. That? Yeah, but there was that narrative thread about her not being ready to pass and then her mm -hmm. passing without 
going through, I guess what you say, the proper channels. So I don't know. I think something could come of it. So I, so I have hope. There's something in my chest that's saying <laughs> that she could be okay. You know. So we've been doing a lot of speculation. Uh, but as usual, we have an interview here that might shed some light on things with uh, writer uh, Masai Singleton. Hey guys, we're here with Masai Singleton, writer of episode five of season two of Ginlock. Masai, how are you doing, man? Doing great, you? Good, doing all right. Uh, so let's get right into it. You know, I just finished the episode not too long ago, and but it's it's a heavy one. You're dealing with like a lot of heavier themes and stuff. Um, so just you know, right off the bat, you know, we've got Chase dealing with his uh, you know his inner demon. Uh, Kazu has passed. Uh, Cami struggling with her faith. You know, the team Polity is kind of dealing with right and wrong. You're getting into that gray area. What was your approach to dealing with all of the darker tones of this episode and I guess the season as a whole? So one of the the things that was interesting to me about how um, Daniel Dominguez, who was the head writer on uh, Genlock season two, uh, approached the room uh, as he led us um, and something that I've taken from the experience of working on Genlock season two is that the season was kind of all written at once um, in the sense that it was plotted out as a season it wasn't necessarily it wasn't we plot out episode one then we plot out episode two then we plot out episode three mm. right um so really what we did was we broke down the the arcs of of all the individual characters broke down how they they are interconnected you know and then those elements kind of fell linearly into what episodes they fell into um and how they naturally fell into the individual episodes is how we found the themes within those episodes, um, you know, because each character has their, their season arc. And then we would say, oh, well, you know, Kazu's going through this in this episode, such and such is also going through, you know, this related thing in this episode. And so we'd find the themes based on, you know, where the things kind of just ended up naturally. Um, the other thing about the episode that's interesting to me is um, that everybody will have a, a difference in their analysis of what the characters are going through, right? Um, like for example, and, th and this goes back, it's the same thing with, um, you know, earlier episodes with the union and everything. Some people are like, oh, the union's a cult. I don't think the union's a cult. Um, what Cammy's going through is, you know, Cammy is saddened that she loves Mindshare and she loves sharing everything with this found family of hers, right? And they really aren't as into it as she is, right? And at the end of the episode, um, she ends up ascending in the union. And some people look at, at what she did and their interpretation of that is, oh my goodness, Cammy just committed suicide. Mm -hmm. But from my point of view, that's not what Cammy did because if you believe in the union, as, as Cammy said to uh, her family, I want to experience this. I want to ascend, right? There's there's more to them than we know, right? Mm -hmm. And so now we're finding out in season two that the union is far more complex than we knew before. The characters, the individual characters in the polity and the team Genlock are also more complex than um, like individual onlookers might think, right? Yeah. So um, j just like as I was saying, like some people might see what Cammy does as something negative, but it might not be that way from Cammy's point of view. Yeah. You mentioned earlier that Cammy really likes to mind share. And, you know, that's something that the team has been doing for a while now. 
you know, Kazu having passed away, you know, he's he's dead now. Without giving anything away, how is the team in their minds dealing with Kazu's death? Because, you know, they were a part of him. He was a part of them. Like, what kind of lingering feelings do they have? I mean, are they feeling like they themselves kind of died? I mean, walk me through what the team's feeling now that Kazu's passed. It's kind of, like, heartbreaking, right? Because one of the things that was interesting to play with in writing this season was the mind-sharing. Um, it's a fun, like, kind of uh, science fiction tool that we had. And if you look in the backgrounds, you'll notice that, like, Parts of all of them are bleeding into each other. That's how Cammy's rabbits get in everyone's houses. It's like, it's not conscious. They're, they're just appearing. You know, again, it's the thing of like using what you have in your science fiction framework to express and elucidate like real world experiences, right? And one thing I remember uh, bringing up in the room is like, it's the same thing that happens when you lose someone in the real world that the only way to keep those people alive is to keep alive the parts of them that are with you. Um, and with the mind sharing, that becomes, that becomes literal, that becomes visual, and we can see parts of Kazu in everyone. Just kind of serving as a constant reminder. <laughs> right, and, and that's how they, um, that's potentially a way for, for them all to cope. Just like Val sitting, playing Kazu's guitar, because thanks to Kazu, uh, Val now knows how to use it. Yeah, that's uh, that's really cool. I bet that was a lot of fun playing in that sci-fi space, and I I, I kind of want to go revisit some of the old episodes and see the subtle things that you guys planted and the ways that they're all, you know, meshing together. Um, so another thing that we found out this episode was a little bit more about General Marin's backstory. Can you tell us what inspired that, and you know why she is the leader that she is? Right. So General Marin is inspired by her grandmother. Um, her grandmother was a, was a governor of uh, Puerto Rico uh, during a crisis during the, the deluge, which during that time, she instituted like martial law. And many people were angry with how, how um, the territory was being run at the time. But from Marin's grandmother's point of view, she saved lives, right? Um, and the, the, the inspiration for that storyline really is um, just like everything else in Genlock, real life. If you look at Genlock season one, you'll notice when you see uh, territory maps, Florida's missing because parts of it are underwater. Yeah. Um, and, and one way that this is, this is going on in the real world is that you know, regions that aren't necessarily the greatest climate polluters are dealing with the ramifications of climate change. Mm. Um, and Marin comes from a U.S. territory that's one of those regions, and it's shaped the way that she looks at the world and the way that she looks at this climate disaster, just um, as Tate comes from a place that has been racked by climate change. He's from Australia, and he saw fires that burned the whole country. He cares for the very last koala. Um, and in that way, those two are, are paralleled to each other and they've become who they are because of the world changing um, as the climate changes. So uh, you mentioned it earlier, uh, and I kind of want to return to that. Let's talk about Camby. Um, to me, that seemed like a really somber ending, but to you, that was like something that she was 
you know, really seeking out. Can you talk about her state of mind leading up to the Ascension? Um, you know, we saw blips of her family history and stuff. What was happening to her internally, you know, when she was making that decision at the end of the episode? So the thing with Cammie is that Cammie comes from a large family. And you find out more about it in this episode than that Cammie's family was lost to disease in some like northern regions of the world there's like permafrost that has like you know like lost uh plague viruses and things like that and, and that's another way that climate change is going to change everything and um cammy's family was was lost to plague to disease and she was the last survivor but before they were lost i mean you know she lived on the farm with the sheep or whatever and she would share share the bed with her parents and siblings. Like they were super close and she brings that kind of um, family culture to the Genlock found family. And as we see in the season, it's in conflict with the way a lot of the other characters want to interact. You know, she, she loves the fact that they can be in each other's mind spaces. So when she ascends, you know, she's thinking to herself the lyrics from the Skyboat song uh, that you hear at the beginning of the episode. Mm -hmm. um, you know, she she hears those lyrics in her head in association with the loss of, of Kazu. And that's a song that, that her mother uh, used to sing to her. Um, and really the ascension, um, you know, some people view it as a suicide. I don't view it that way. Uh, as somebody who, you know, just... Taking it, taking into consideration the point of view of the union, and I don't think that Cammy views it that way. She views it the way that the union speak about it. The union call it the true community, and that is appealing to her. And so, having kind of been shunned uh, in this found family that did not uh, feel comfortable communing the way she did, mm -hmm. she was drawn to the union as a community and the pinnacle of of that community is what they call the true community, the nano. And she, she wanted to be in there to experience what it is like to be a part of this greater family. It also seems like it's the perfect kind of thing too, because it's very techy and it seems like Cami is the most tech savvy of the group. So I can see why she would be really drawn to that. Um, well, Masai, thanks for taking the time to sit with us. Uh, episode five was awesome and we're all really stoked to see where else the season's gonna be going. Um, I believe you have a message regarding Kazu, is that correct? Right. So, this is a message from Kazu from Mindshare. Alright, you heard Masai. Uh, check him out. Where, where can they find you on social media? Uh, I'm at Yabai Masai on Instagram and Twitter. Awesome. Well, Masai, super stoked to see what else you guys have in store for us. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you. That interview was rad, uh, but we have a little bit more of a treat for you, don't we, Dan? Sneak peek, like always. Sneak peek? <laughs> Why are you always just like, sneak peek? It's a Your sneak, I like one. sneak Sneak it Knock, knock. No way. I finally learned how to knock. You know everyone in the polity is looking for your team, including me. Is it just you here? You're going crazy. Is that how you want her to remember you? 
felt wrong not to say goodbye. Chase, just come back. Please don't make us hunt you down. Last year, when I was finally able to tell you I was alive, I hoped to be back in my life, or what was left of it. I am in your life. Even though you piss me off 30% of the time, we're always going to be friends. You're wasting our time. I know you're trying to break me. Who are you talking to? Chase, come home. I can speak to Maureen. No! You can't trust Maureen. You need to be careful when I'm gone. Why do you keep saying gone? Look what she did to the Genlock team. Stole copies of our souls. Melted them together like screaming candles. Hotwired them into a slave army. It's gotta be undone. Let me in, let me in, let me in! Whatever's happening to you, I can get you help. We gotta free them, Miranda! All right, well, we know that the demon is back in the next episode. What's uh, up with him? Yeah. Uh, he knows then, how uh, to knock. He does, yeah. He, he oh, taught yeah, Chase, Chase how to knock. That's character development right there. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, too bad he's going nuts. Yeah. Oh, just a little bit. Yeah. Also, did Miranda kind of like friend zone him a little bit? Was that, was I, that just me? I like, would, I, that's enough of a vibe. I mean... <laughs> I mean, those bloodshot eyes can't be the most appealing. You know what I mean? How so. would it work? True. That's there's my question. How would it work? Yeah, there's a, there's a way. There is a way. <laughs> I mean, people internet date all the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe it does happen, and we don't know. We'll have to watch next week's episode. That's next episode. Internet that's dating with Chase. <laughs> that's, that's all yeah. the episode's going to be about. Yeah, hopefully a much lighter <laughs> note. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you again for joining us for Unlocked, the companion podcast at Genlock. I've been Blaine Gibson, joined by Din and Kurt. Uh, oh. Yeah. Thanks for swinging by. Bye Catch bye. you guys next time. We all got a hologram out. Just oh, like, wait. Just go. Mm. Huh. Uh, phase. Keep my, just keep me going down. <laughs> yeah.